and welcome to episode 171. Season 7, episode 17. Of Two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back for another episode, guys. We hope you're well, whether you're back in school this week or on your half term. If you remember, I was on my half term last week, whereas Adam has been loving life this week on half term whilst his children have been in school. Well... No, don't, don't. Don't. Just admit it's been bliss. Do you know what? It's been, it's been, it's been, well, listen, it's been lovely because we had uh, Kim's nan, who I absolutely adore. Um, she came up on Sunday. So I had Friday till Sunday. It was daddy daycare. Uh, yeah. Kim was away with her mates. So I had the kids on my own. Which, which, you always get those funny looks. I was talking about in the staff room, and obviously, you know, the staff room, a lot of women in there with children. And you get the same looks and the same reaction every time you say, like, yeah, I've got a full weekend on my own. They're always just like, they give you that scowl of, like, and. And, and right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I disagree with that. It's tough. Yeah, but it's... It, but it's not no different whether you're a husband or wife. <laughs> no, no, but I just feel... father or mother. I feel like I get a bad rep as in like, it's always like Kim, it, you know, Kim deserves it. And I'm like, you know, she, 100% she does. Absolutely. So do I. Yeah, but I mean, the difference is you're pretty much a child yourself. So it's almost like... Shouldn't be poo it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm only joking. Kim had an amazing weekend. I had a great time with the kids. Um, to be fair to my kids, my kids were brilliant. So I was very lucky. Like it, they picked a good weekend because other weekends it may have been a nightmare. But we had a we had a good time. And then Kim brought a nan back up on Sunday, so we had a nan there uh, until today, uh, where I actually drove back to Birmingham at half nine this morning and drove back. So yeah. literally like. Just shy of four hours there and back. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, go on. Well, I'm not, just saying. No, I'm just Tough saying. Tough drive was that. No, but but listen why it was a bit gutting, <laughs> right? So basically, uh, obviously, Kim going away at the weekend, it, it'd been, you know, half term, been in the diary for a long time. My mate, Charlie, who you know very well, yeah. avid listener to the podcast, sat in Charles. Shout out, Charles. Uh, he was due to... Travel up from London late Tuesday night, and then we had a day today. Yeah, right. It was booked. We're recording today because this day didn't happen. Yeah, but thanks, talk- Charles. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, episode, so well, you- I mean, we were going to do it tomorrow, but I would have been probably rough tomorrow, which I'm not going to be. So every cloud, but this is the day we had planned, right? right? And a few things were booked actually. So I'm waiting on deposits back. You don't get we deposits had- back, do you? We had. The cube. Oh, yeah, yeah. We booked to do the cube at yeah. 12, right? It takes two hours. Take that as a blessing. There's so many games you wouldn't have been able to do with your ankle. Ankle is feeling strong. Physio even said it. He was surprised, actually. He said, hey, I'm very impressed with the strength. Right. And Go I on was then. Like, so you had the cube. Now tell me about my ankle, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had the cube booked at 12 till 2. Then we had flight club booked nice. from half 2 till 4. Then at half four, we had bottomless brunch booked in Revs de Cuba. Yeah. Then after that, we were going to go bowling. And then after that, we were going to go and watch uh, the Champions League in, in, a, in a pub, right? 
So all week I was thinking, I was doing all these family duties, you know, taking Kim's nan out and things like that, which was brilliant, lovely, but all the while thinking, <laughs> I will earn my yeah. day on Wednesday. Fast forward to Tuesday, we'd literally booked, I'd booked and paid the deposit for the bottomless brunch, Charlie had, had looked at booking the Cube, looked at booking Flight Club, just as I'm about to book Flight Club, so I'd booked Revs to Cuba, Cube was locked in. Just as I was about to book Flight Club, I get a text from Charlie saying, oh no, <laughs> right? And I went, what? And he went, I've just been at the gym doing some weights and I've pulled my neck and my back. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he'll be all right. I was like, go home, DP, whatever. Yeah. His wife then texts me about an hour later of him in bed looking like a fossil. He looked so old and haggard. He's going to love listening to this. And basically, I text him going, what does this mean? And he went, I'm going to have to call it, mate. Like, it's not oh. happening. <laughs> it was like a dagger to the heart. And it proves one thing above anything else. That nothing good comes from going to the gym. I was fine. I was ready to go. No pulled muscles for this guy. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, listen, shout out Charlie. Hope he's all right. <laughs> um, but it was it was fine, to be fair. I had, you know, drove Kim's nan back. Um, and then on Monday, I actually took Kim's nan and the one and only Nana Maureen. Yeah. Uh, took him to the Lowry. Um, and you just don't, I don't think you really take into consideration obviously Kim's nan now I don't actually know how old she is eight in her 80s yeah and obviously Nana Maureen's 91 Nana's in a in a wheelchair Kim's nan is waiting for a hip operation so she's very slow so she was kind of leaning on Nana's wheelchair and pushing her around going around the shops with those two <laughs> with a combined like 170 years yeah was painful it arguably caused my ankle to seize up more yeah. because I was walking so slow. But joking aside, we had a great day and <coughs> completely randomly, which I sent you a picture yeah. of, I was coming out of Marks and Spencer's in the Lowry and just sat on the bench was not none other than Peter Beardsley, <laughs> who, who, if memory serves from, I'd say what, maybe six, seven eps ago? Something like that, yeah. You told the story... What, what what happened again? That he didn't he slap a kid. He slapped or something? the kid who threw some at him. Yeah, yeah, something and, like that. And then the kid watched match of the day when he got <laughs> home and realised it was Peter Beardsley. So anyway, I come out of Marks and Spencer's and I said to Kim, I said, "Oh my god, that's Peter Beardsley." Yeah. And she went, "Really? Is it?" I went, "Yeah." And I just thought, "Screw it." I went, "I'm going to get a pick." Yeah. And and you know the reason being obviously one he's he's a former three lion. And I thought, I'm going to send it to you because you'll love this, especially with the story on the pod. So I go up to him and I go, sorry to... He was chatting to this guy who I thought he was with. Yeah. But turns out he wasn't with him. Don't yeah. know who Beardsley was with. <laughs> so I said, oh, sorry to interrupt me. Any chance I can get a picture? I even kicked in with the old big fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, his, his glory days were before I was born. But he was lovely, to be fair. He stood up, he went, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I took a picture with him. And then the old guy sat next to him when... What are you getting a picture with him for? Is he, is he famous or something? And Beardsley looked a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> so I went, oh, he's, uh, he's just a legend. So I thought, there we go. 
Nana Maureen, right? I'd ax- I was pushing her at this time, but I yeah. pushed her away from Beardsley and she was facing away from Beardsley. Yeah. So Nana's trying to turn around going, what, what are you doing, Adam? What the bloody hell are you doing? And I went, it's Pete Beardsley. And she went, let me see. Right? So I wheeled Nana around <laughs> and then Beardsley goes, do you want a picture as well? Right? <laughs> now Beardsley's confidence is, is through the roof. Skyrocketed. So anyway, I pushed Nana over to Beardsley. Kim's nan, like, you know, struggles over to Beardsley. Beardsley gets a picture with the two nans. It was it was <laughs> such a surreal moment. I was walking out like, what's Beardsley doing in the Lowry? Yeah. Um, what's he doing now? Is he still, is he just retired? No, no. He, he, there was, a, he, he, he got in a bit of hot water at, at his last job. So I think he was like a youth team coach at Newcastle. Right. Made some remarks, very old-fashioned remarks. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, we won't go any further than that. But I yeah. think he got punished. I think he, I think he's, yeah, I think he's... So he's now done. spending his time in the Lowry outside <laughs> Marks and Spencer's getting harassed by Nana Maureen in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Dream stuff. Um, so just before we get into what I've been up to, little reminder, the last show of the Show and Tell Tour is happening now, April 13th in Liverpool, um, it was rearranged. It was due to happen in October, then in February. We're finally doing it April 13th. Obviously, there's quite a few people who now can't make it. So there are plenty of tickets available if anyone does want to come and join. Um, it should be during the Easter holidays. So if you do want to make a night of it, you can do. Head over to the website, twomrpspodcast.com. Uh, you can also stream the show online if you can't make that that. Uh, show in in April in Liverpool Um, plus keep an eye out as I think next week we are going to be also bringing some very exciting news as well so my weekend I was on a stag do let's 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 and uh, in York beautiful city and uh, yeah you know my New Year's resolution of getting in better shape Mm -hmm. which has meant I've not touched a drop of alcohol yeah. So I had a, um, I had a bit of a predicament. What do I do? Do I let it all crumble, give in, and get back on the on the beer, or do I stick with the uh, hard work I've put in? Mm. And I decided to stick. I did the whole stag do the whole weekend without touching a drop. Not even have like a, a, a beer just with everyone. Just at the I had zero percent beer. So as soon as I got there. I was like, right, how do I get around this? So I basically got the first round in. I was like, right, what does everyone want? And I just said to the barmaid, I was like, do us a favor, can you get two 0% beers and just pour it into a pint so it just looks like a full pint? And then no one knew. And then just like, I was lucky because the lads I was with, my my close friends I was with, I told them and they're not the sort of bit. We're just not at an age where it's like forced. Do you know what I mean? So if I said... I'm not going to drink. They weren't like, oh, I could imagine being with certain people that would have really gone to town. Me. Well, possibly, yeah. Me, my mates. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, but what I've come to realise is I don't think I was any different not drinking than I was drinking. Like, because I'm not, I'm not, cause I think certain people sort of need drink to bring, like, their confidence out. Mm. Whereas I... I'm not my either. Like, I don't think I'm. I don't think there's any difference between me after a few drinks compared to not having any drinks. Like it's very rare I go beyond 
the point where I become a mess. I've not done that for many a year. Um, probably the last, the wedding, Claire's brother's wedding, where I tried to go to the toilet on Claire's brother's head. But um, yeah, so... <laughs> right, since, let's just pause it there. <laughs> yeah. But I know, and, and, and you know what? I felt so good for it as well. I felt so good. So basically, we were in York. We then did... Uh, so the first night, I mean, there was one point where I realised you've got to get out of here now. So we got there late because I was working in North London. So I had to drive all the way back to Manchester, then drive my mates to York. We got to York about eight and we went to a couple of bars, a couple of pubs. Um, and then we were in like Revolution and it was like, right, where are we going from here? And uh, I know York's not necessarily known as a big party town. So mm. there's only a couple of clubs. And we went tried to get in one club. can't remember what it was called now, but it was like student night. Ah, right. So it was like, you've, you're not getting an ear fossils. No student dads yeah. allowed. No lecturers allowed. So we ended up in Pop World. Great right. place. It's not. It's dreadful. It's awful. Pop World. Because you weren't drinking. Standing in Pop World at two o'clock in the morning, surrounded by the clientele that are in Pop World at two o'clock in the morning in York, and you're stood there stone cold sober, is an experience I never <laughs> want to really... Because York is a weird place. I was saying before, because it's such a big student, like, city, mm. it just was weird because there was, like, just loads of students, loads of young kids, where you're like, bloody hell, you're clearly... Not, there's no way you're 18, but obviously they are. And then there was just loads of really old people. Right. Like, there was no one that in seemed between. in between. Plus, it was, like, some sort of Viking festival weekend ah right right where there was loads going on and I think on the Saturday there was this big reenactment of something ah so there's people in Pop World in full on Viking outfit really like, yeah yeah full on fancy dress ready for a bit of pillaging has he yeah it was weird um, and then on the Saturday we did we did like this electric shock football where you had to wear like a strap along your leg mm. and it was controlled and then you got zapped every time you got the ball which was hilarious for about two minutes. And then the novelty wore off so quick. <laughs> and then we, we were there for <laughs> two hours. Like, how desperate. You know, when people say like they're running out of ideas for TV shows and it's oh. like just repeating the same stuff. Obviously you got Zorb football, you got whatever else. I mean, that just sounds like someone's gone, hey, this will be. Well, Zorb football was on the pitch next to it. So I was like, oh, and I've done Zorb football before. It was great. See, I've never done Zorb football. Zorb football, I did in Dublin on a stag. And it was really good fun, but I was hung over to hell. Mm. So it was fun, but a struggle. This time I rocked up. I was like, oh, we're doing sword football. This is going to be, no, let's get, let's electrocute you while you're bloody trying to play football. And it was bad enough that I've not played football in about a year because my knees are knackered. So <laughs> getting electric shock just did not help at all. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, on the second night, again, just sort of on the uh, 0% bit. And the thing is, like people often say, does it, People were saying to me on the way home, they were like, was it not annoying that everyone was drunk around you? And again, I think it's the company you keep. So my mates, I, I rarely see them anyway. <laughs> and um, so I can, you know, they, they, they were dead funny anyway. So I, I had a, I had a lovely time and there was no better feeling because I said to the lads, I was like, right, the boys have got a rugby match at 10. I'm leaving here at half eight. I'm not missing it. No point me not drinking all weekend and not, not watching them play rugby. So I said, look, if you're not up and out by half eight, you can see, you know, sort yourself home. And uh, to be fair to them, they all got up and we, we got on the road, but my God, they were rough in the car on the really? way back. Well, Who yeah, was in the car? So me, Eamon, Mark, Cosa Lola. 
And Cosmo and Lola went to the club after. And so they didn't get in until like half three. And I had him up at like eight, get in the car on the yeah. way home. So, um, so yeah, so I, I quite like, I'm not, I'm not someone who's going to be uh, never drinking again, but I just feel like felt quite fresh, felt quite good for it. Yeah. And I think that's fair. I mean, it's, listen, when you get older, I was actually, I was on the phone to Charlie. Bloody Charlie. <laughs> I was on the phone to him, ch- checking. I mean, what an honest guy. I was fuming about it and my day was ruined. But I rang him up and, you know, to see how he is. And uh, we were talking about it and he was saying like, oh, you'll thank me tomorrow when you're not rough. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But I think you get to a point now, like, I mean, I, I've, what are we now? We're towards the end of February, aren't we? Yeah. I've been out once. I have yeah. been out once this year. Now, yes, I was ill for two weeks with COVID, but I've literally been out once. And I just think with me, it's like, I don't have beers around the house. I never have really. No, I never have. And I ne- I've never really been a pubsman, even though I'd say over the last year, going to the pub to watch a game, I, I do enjoy doing that. I don't do it that often, but I do enjoy it. But again, it's just so few and far between now. Like, but like my, my mate brought this up. He said, he said, oh, I, I don't really, he went, because I was telling him about the Royal Rumble night. Yeah. You know, the last time I went out and I'd got in really, really late and I was steaming and then I was rough the next day. Um, And he was saying like, yeah, I kind of been put off drinking because of how bad the hangovers are. And I was like, yeah, I get that. And he was like, when the clock hits 11 o'clock, like, that's me done. And I'm like, yeah, but it's it, there's a difference for me. If I've got the day the next day where I've not got responsibilities or anything, I'm more than happy to go big and then I'll be ill the next day. Just just take the hit, enjoy the night. But if I know I've got the kids or the kids are going to be in and around me. Yeah. I was saying to him, you don't know how look. He's got no kids. And I said... You know, it's like that Billy Madison thing, you know, <laughs> you don't understand. Because I was like, you know, you could be hungover, you could be in bed all day, binging stuff or just sleeping. There is no worse feeling than being hungover with young children. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. It's just a weird, there's a weird culture though, isn't it, around drinking? Like when people realised I wasn't drinking, there was a genuine sort of shock of like, what do you mean you're not? It's like this whole culture of, well, if you're here in a pub, you've got a drink. Well, I think it's more, I don't know. I think if you were to go out just on a renegade Friday night with mates and then just be like, oh no, I'm not drinking tonight. Everyone would have been like, all right, but you're on a stage. Yeah, yeah. But and, and I mean, the, my, stags my, have, the stags have passed, you know, have always been classic. Yeah, we are getting a little bit older. But I think the thing for me is, like, I, I definitely went through a period, and I think this is where a few of my friends are at, where when you've got young kids and things are so full on and you're barely sleeping and you're just going through this grind of just getting through these nights of, you know, and, and it is tough. And I remember those days, like, the, you know, I, I, there was definitely that release. Like, if you had a night out, you could just let it go. You could just get drunk, just forget about all the... The, the painstaking times Get of young young that, children. Yeah. But like I'm at a point now where I know there's a sort of limited amount of time before my kids just do not really want to spend as much. I'd, I'd like to think they'd still like to spend time with me. Mm. But from when, when they become teenagers and from the age of, what, 15, say, maybe, like 
the parents, I saw a graph where it's like all these different graphs about who you spend time with right. over over the years. And it's like parents, like you spend the most of time with them and then it just changes and it might come back as you get older. And I just think that's who I want to spend my time with. Like I really just love being in my kid's company now. Mm. So I just think that's why I was desperate to get back to watch him play rugby because I just yeah, think... Yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't... So... The, I, I get why some of my mates are, are like still wanting to go big, but I'm just... I just the like, other yeah. thing, though... Because my view on it, my la- last thing I'm going to say is, is the way what you've just described there is what I think with alcohol now is. To drink, you, you've got... A, you, every drink you have, you're basically stealing from tomorrow. Oh, God. No, it's uh, right, though, isn't it? Look, you do one sober you've stag just said it. like... Oh yeah. No, well you've just mm. said it. You said if I know I've got the kit or if I know I've got a day. So you just waste that day? Yeah. For what? For a hell of a night. No. What's For a, a hell- night none of us. It's not even the forget. same nowadays anyway. Going out. Yeah, but I'm throwing this to you. It's now. just it's just I'm I'm throwing I think this to you. Day now. drinking, I'm all for day drinking, I'm all for a bit of a brunch, I'm all for, you know, bongos. But night going out no I get bars, it it's, but oh. I'm throwing this to you now right if that was I don't even know most of your mates are married but if that was a friend a closer friend whose stag it was who maybe you were part of the wedding party you're not doing a sober stag I'm throwing that out know. there right now I don't know plus I'd have been on the stag if you were in the wedding party more than likely and at the end of the day when the dog's there yeah, I just think I just think I'm at a point now where I'm I'm quite content. I don't think I need it to give me a bit of a buzz. I can. Did you get recognised in York? No, no, I did actually. It was quite weird actually. A guy came up to me in the pub and went, "Oh, I need a picture with you." I was like, uh, okay. And he went, well, I don't need it. I don't really care. But all my teacher friends really love you. So can I get a picture? And I was a bit, I was tempted to go. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like he was going, I think you're absolutely yeah. awful, but I'll get a bit of credit in the staff room. So that was the only thing. What was funny though was, um, have you seen all the Stone Roses gear? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I've got a bit of the Stone Roses United collab gear and I wore the jacket out and that got recognised more. Really? The amount of people who kept like, is that the Stone Roses United jacket? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh man, it's sick that. Sick. So, it's sick. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. So, yeah, so um, what I also discovered recently, and I sent this to you um, before we uh, treat you to a little helping from Nana Maureen. Um, we're going back, a bit of nostalgia here for you, right? Now, um, we know Chris Brown's had a bit of a checkered past. Yeah. Right. But when he broke on the scene, yeah. some of his tunes. Oh, huge. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I regret not having forever by Chris Brown as my first wedding song. Absolutely. It was the second tune. wedding song. Um, and of course, a stalwart of my playlists for many a year has been Yo Excuse, Yo, excuse Me Miss, right? Now, now I, I can you, tell you... But with Yo Excuse Me Miss, yeah. right, I love that song. And you, I think you introduced me to it. Mm. And I love it. But I can't quite listen to it now the same way. Because, because of what I'm about to say. No, why? What are you about to say? The way he says a word in it. No, no. It's it's in your excuse me, miss. If you listen to it by Chris Brown, it goes, right? And then it goes, just constantly. Yeah. And since I discovered that sound, I can't listen to it because all I hear is, and I told, <laughs> I told a friend, like my friend's girlfriend, I said, she was like, oh, put your excuse me, miss on. And I, oh, I love that song. And then I was like, does not do you already know that? And she was like, I've never noticed that before. And she even said it ruined it. Yeah. No, no. So I I can, I reckon I've listened to this song close to a thousand times. Yeah. Never have I heard or paid enough attention to hear this. And it was Lily who'd seen a TikTok and it came on and she went, dad, Listen to the way he says the word attention. And I went, what? He goes, listen. Is it in that song? Yeah. It's in that song. Now, he's clearly just recorded it once and just copied and pasted it through the song. But then I, obviously, my phone listens to me. So then TikTok starts sending me videos. He still pronounces it the same way now when when he performs the song, right? right? So I'm just going to play it to you. Mm -hmm. Because anyone, if you're similar age to me, this was a banging tune back in the day. And I I, I guarantee none of you have ever noticed this. The way Chris Brown says the word attention, right? Now, this kept us entertained for quite a while on the stag as we're on the drive to York. Tell you what, stag sounds crazy. (laughs) No, it's on the drive, but uh, let, let, let me just play this. I don't know your name, but excuse me, miss. Oh, yeah. And I gotta admit that you got my attention. You're making me want to. (laughs) All of a sudden, he wants to do a Mike Tyson impression. But the thing is, you think, I won't do it again. The whole song, he says it the same way. Because I've sang that song a million times, and I always remember just like. Guard my attention, you make me want to say. No, you never even think it's got my attention. Guard my attention. <laughs> yeah, oh, classic. <laughs> I love stuff like that. It's like, uh, I, there must be other songs where people mispronounce and it's just gone hidden. There's got to be. Oh, there'll be loads. If, yeah, yeah, there'll be loads. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's been uh, a little <laughs> nostalgic look back at, uh, so I might use it in class. Give me your attention. <laughs> Just 
so as you said, you spend a little bit of time in Nana Maureen. I've spent a crazy amount of time in Nana Maureen, actually. She's probably sick of the sight of me. Um, obviously, our mum and dad are away. Our mum's, like, our nanny's carer, spends an awful lot of time with her. So with our parents being away, you know, you called, didn't you? Yeah. Before you went away on your crazy shtag. Yeah. Um, and our other brother went. And then I, I've literally gone every single day. Uh, because I've been off and I've not had much to do. Plus, at the end of last week, so mum and dad went away on the Wednesday because Max was off. Uh, my mother-in-law came up from Birmingham. Um, and it was like, it was crazy. So there was like an after-school staff meeting on the Thursday at my school. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, you know, it's for teachers, but if any other staff want to stay, and it's the only staff meeting I've stayed for because my mother-in-law was <laughs> <home. laughs> Um, but I went, I've been going to Nana's a lot. And, and to be fair, I don't know. I've not even spoke to you about the video. It's gone. It's gone pretty much viral on TikTok. The video oh, right. I made with Nana. Yeah. Um, where we did the emoji challenge. Did you see it? I'm not seeing it. All no. oh, right. So if you, so after this, I'll show it. Yeah. So if no one's seen it at podcast parky on TikTok or it's on my Insta or on the Facebook page, uh, we do the emoji. I did the emoji challenge with Nana. Now, I saw that Jess and Norma do it ages ago. You know, the the girl with her grandma, her old no, grandma. No, no. Um, and anyway, so I, I, had it, I had it saved, and, and I remember Kim saying, you should do this with Nana, like, it'd be class. And I was sat with Nana, dropped Dialer at this disco for two hours, and I was at, at Nana's for a good hour and a half. And I, for some reason, I just I just went on it, and I went, oh, Nana, do you fancy doing this? And she went, yeah. And I swear to God, I have never laughed so much in my entire life. Really? Oh, I can't wait for you to see it. Um, and then, whilst I was there, obviously, I thought, why not? Let's have a catch-up. So, um, yeah. yeah, here's Nana Maureen. Hello, it's the other Mr. P. Uh, it's been a while since I've done something like this. But I am with the one and only Nana Maureen. Hello there. How are you, Nana? Not too bad. Oh, it's good to hear you say that. I'm sure people will be celebrating the fact that you are still not too bad. So how has 2024, we're a, we're a month and a bit in now, how's 2024 been for you? Not too bad. <laughs> people will think that I've set her up to say this and I genuinely haven't. Right, we're going to do something different today. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and you need to tell me some answers. Okay. Yeah, go on. Right, the first one, what is your favourite smell? Onions, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one in the world would say onions. Really, that's your favourite smell? I love it. So if I, I love the smell of onions. So if I rubbed an onion, also, no, not me, so say Idris Elba rubbed an onion all over himself, that would be it. I should imagine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, this is, I don't I think I know what you're going to say to this. How long do you think you'd survive in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you were a dog, which breed would you want to be? Oh, uh, that one of our Christine's, the little one, the very first one. Oh. Uh, oh, a Westie. Oh, yeah. Oh, Westie. Yeah, Sally Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. What a dog. I thought you'd go boxer. 
I love Dan. Uh, I love yeah. it, uh, you know, because I. But that was because I had one. I know, but also the fact that but, uh, the love, uh, uh, the boxer as well as the western. Oh yeah. But do you not? Do you not think? Like, because you, well, the reason I think boxer is, and I know, I know I've probably spoken about this on the podcast before, but do you remember when I got the boxing set for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. And you said, Oh, I used to box with my brothers, put yeah. the gloves on, and we'll have a spa. Yeah. And I was joking around with you in Wales. I was only about 10, mm. and you, you digged me right on the nose, yeah. and I had a bleeding nose. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, oh, I do. Yeah. I remember. Um, right, last question. Have you ever stolen anything? Now then, wait a minute. Yes, I have. Do you know I'm not shot? <laughs> Cheeky swine. <laughs> Go on, what have you stolen? Umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> it was in work. Oh, you took it from work? Yeah. So which work was this? At Blacklock's in Albert Square, right. I, I was uh, I was only 14. Uh, that was You the... thief? Yes. And I, I, <laughs> I, I had it under me. <laughs> so you proper stole it? Yeah. Like Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. Oh, honestly. my God. And, uh, I mean, I took it back because my mum said to to me when I got home my mum and I was <laughs> you were loving life yeah what is it singing in the rain yeah. Mary Poppins <laughs> no singing in the rain <laughs> and when I got to, got home my mum said to me where have you got that umbrella from I said uh, um, 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 she said where have you got the umbrella from I said work so she said well whose was it so I said, uh, it was, um, well, I just borrowed it. I, I was up. Oh, wait, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like umbrellas that were available. This was someone else's umbrella. Yeah. <gasps> Nana, think yeah. how wet that person would have been. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And nobody said anything when I took well, it Well, because you'd have gave him a jab right on the schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> I took it back the following day because my mum played all the hell with me. Oh. And she said uh, that person could have been going miles away because there was no uh, like the traffic, like buses yeah. and, and tra- it was trams, right? And uh, what have you uh, done when I was I had left school, and uh, so you know it was long walks. You you walked everywhere. Well, I mean, listen, you just sound like you're making excuses. I'm not the police. <laughs> I, think, I think enough time has passed. I think the person has, 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 has got their umbrella back. Oh. Did you just put it back in like, the pot the I next just, day? Yeah. I sneaked it in. It was in the spare room uh, at the back. And uh, we, we used to go in and, uh, you know, um, look in the cages because uh, the town hall used to put cages down right. for the rats. Ah, uh, okay. In the factory. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you could guarantee there'd be either one or two there. So th- this is like psychological warfare. So you took someone's umbrella. So they would have been looking for their umbrella, swearing blind that someone's took it. Yeah. Then when they went in the next day, it would have been there. So they would have been not only probably full of a cold, but they would have also been then questioning their 
insanity, or their sanity, should I say, that, that it was there the whole time? Yeah. Oh. They might have thought it, they'd lost it or misplaced it. <laughs> oh, Nana, it's been so good to catch up. You know, so many people message um, asking how you are. Go on. Uh, I'm up and down, really, and, uh, you know, I just take a day at a time. But people love you and they always want to hear from you. So have you got a message to all the amazing listeners to your two grandsons, because some of them will be going back to school after a week off. Some of them will still be off. What's your message? My message is be careful what you're doing and look after yourselves. <laughs> you love that. Look after yourselves. And if you do have an argument with anybody, sort it out. Yeah. Don't, don't carry it on. Okay. Life's too short. Love it. And at the end of the day, if it's raining outside, steer an umbrella. Borrow. <laughs> Love you, Nana. Say bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> Always a pleasure hearing from the Queen herself, Nana Maureen, doing well. So I hope you enjoyed that catch-up as well. Right, okay, on to this week's Thread of the Week. It's the Thread of the Week. Just because I take it for Reddit, it doesn't mean I cheat. It's the Thread of the Week. Not plagiarism, because I reference my source. This one from Reddit. What's something that's really obvious? What's really obvious that you've only just realised? Or what really obvious thing have you only just realised? Oh, go on. What philosophical thing are you going to say? That if you don't drink, you feel fantastic the next no, day. No, no. Uh, I realised at the age of 26 that narwhals are real. What are they? With like whales with whales the, with the with the with unicorn, the unicorn things, sort yeah. of horn on, yeah. Yeah, with the Fandin Dory was one in Fandin Dory. There's one in Elf. Oh yeah, hey in buddy. Elf, yeah. Hope you find your day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I kept seeing the same Chinese characters on restaurant signs, and always wanted to know what it meant. A week ago, I found out it means restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my days. <laughs> my whole life, I thought pay-per-view was actually pay-per-view. Like Be- a view of paper? Yeah, because I'd only ever heard people say it and only recently saw it written down. Oh. I learned a couple of years ago that it's not the mayor of bad news. It's actually the bearer of bad news. <laughs> I prefer the mayor. <laughs> the mayor of bad the news. The mayor of yeah. bad news. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, imagine you, you're saying some bad news, you're holding some sort of press conference. <laughs> oh, the mayor, he's here. He's here. Um, I always thought you can't have your cake and eat it too was a weird saying because why wouldn't I be able to eat my freaking slice of cake? It's my cake. <laughs> <laughs> I realised that to be in one's birthday suit means without clothes. I thought for the longest time it was a set of clothes you wear on your birthday. <laughs> Do you know? <coughs> I don't know if anyone else thinks of this. What do you think of when you hear birthday suit? Uh, Mike Reed on his standards. <gasps> Mike Reed on his standards. Yeah, with the twirling. With the swir- and it, was it Pat Butcher who's going to pet, seduce? Pat, Pat, Pat. Because wasn't he with Peggy and he was cheating with Pat? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and then, dirty, but then he spanned around dog. and he had that big cheesy grin. <laughs> yeah. And his big, like, brown chest. <laughs> and he went, I'm a birthday suit. Yeah. I'm here, Pat. 
<laughs> in my birthday suit. Yeah. And um, he would have been so cold. <laughs> so cold on Albert Square. <laughs> Invite me in, Pat. <laughs> I've got a little acorn down here now. <laughs> Uh, um, it's bad in it that when you think of birthday suit that's the image right uh, if you are a younger listener listening to this you might well hear Muffet now that parents have children write letters to Santa so they can figure out what to buy them for Christmas I can't believe how I've never put that together after 32 years on this earth I just thought it was fun little tradition I um, I remember do you remember the, the tradition at our primary school this next one's just made me Do laugh. you remember the tradition at our primary school? Yeah, where you got year, year six. Year to, sixes yeah. would yeah. write uh, back to the reception. Yeah, yeah. Like, so reception would send their letters in school. It would go to, like, different year, year six. six children, and then they'd respond. Yeah. And I remember when I received my letter back from Father Christmas, or so I thought. And I thought, Father Christmas spelling shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even spell action, man. Like you could spell in reception. <laughs> you, what, you, what, you, what do you mean? You're the year six reading the reception's letter. <laughs> Just replying. You're getting nothing. I remember. Cole I remember spelling shocking. The, when I was in year six. Oh, God, this is this is throwback for me. When I was in year six, we used to go to a childminder and the childminder was one of my best mate's mums. Do you remember Hayes? Yeah. Jose Antonio Hayes. Yeah. Hayes. Uh, I I used to go back to his mums and his mum obviously had other kids. And one of them was a reception lad who was a right little tough nut. And me and him used to have scraps every day. Not serious scraps. Like I was year six, he was reception. So you used to bully a reception. No, so I'd have him every time. (laughs) He wouldn't stand a chance. But I remember I went to my year six teacher who, if you've read the books, if you've listened for a long time, wasn't a massive fan of me. And I remember saying, I'm sure he's, the kid was called Aiden. And I said, like, can I please have Aiden from reception's letter? Because I want to write him back because I walk home with him every day. And I remember getting it. And then when Aiden um, opened his letter, obviously when we were on the walk home, I was just like, oh, what's, what's Father Christmas said? And he was like, I can't read it. I can't, read, spelling- I can't read a word of it. He's <laughs> spelling shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ready for this one? Uh, I never realised that in order of appearance during the end credits of a movie doesn't list the actors or actresses by who is the most good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that the phrase mint condition means like new because <laughs> it's the condition, not that it's been left with a mint in. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> God, marketplace would be just full of after eights. Oh, it? marketplace is a completely different animal. This little piggy didn't go to the market to do any shopping. <sighs> when teenagers said we're going to TP a house, I always thought it was TP, and it never made sense to me since they just covered a house with toilet paper. Oh, that must be American thing. Toilet paper, a house. Yeah, that that we don't really do that here, do we? No. Up until last year, I thought Nat Geo was a person. I then realised it was short for National, National Geographic. Geographic. <laughs> I mean, we don't toilet paper, but did you ever did you ever dabble with a bit of egging back in the day? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I we don't had know a full on war with Loretto. With yeah. Egging, I, I don't egging. know if I ever. I don't know if I've ever touched upon this. I know I spoke about the time where I was running on Halloween, and then that kid egged me on, like from so far away. 
And I was arguably more impressed with the throw. But I always remember we were probably about 17, 18. It was the first time someone had a car. And we, we bought a load of eggs. <laughs> I don't know if I've touched one. And it was my mate had a brand new car or his parents got him like a, you know, a fresh car. And uh, we, we bought loads of eggs and I was sat shotgun, right? <laughs> and one of my mates threw one, right, out the window. And it was such a beaut. It was at these, like, you know, these chavs at a pe- at bus stop. So, you know, don't feel too sorry. And then I went, <laughs> I went to try and throw one after my mate because I was a bit jealous how well he threw it. And just smashed it off the top in, <laughs> inside the car. And it just was dribbling down. For God's sake, Parky! Like going mad. And then the other one was when we were about 14, 15, again, in a bit of a war with some of the Loretto girls. <laughs> one of my mates from Ambrose egged the house of one of the girls that we all used to hang around with. There was yeah. a bit of a battle going on. Anyway, as he's launched at the window, the dad who was like a, he used to do loads of charity runs, <laughs> came to the door, opened it, and my mate went, shit, and started running. And he the set, dad. the dad set off barefoot and got him, like literally got him and made him come back and wipe the egg off his window. Oh, God. Fair play. <laughs> There's rumours. You know when you know when at school that things get there was rumours that one that he ran out naked. <laughs> and then the other one, I'm sure someone said, Hey, do you hear about Madeline's dad? And I was like, No, what? He, he ran after he ran he ran after Capra in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I regret to inform you that it's just occurred to me the other day that the game is called Sims because they're in a simulation. I'm 26. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, these are obvious. Cruella de Vil was a cruel devil. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, that when I was a kid and my dad would take me to the video store on Friday nights and he would go into the back room where only adults were allowed, that it was looking at a different type of video. <laughs> Barb wire. <laughs> Um, cigarettes are called cigarettes because they're mini cigars. Oh. No, I didn't know that. Uh, tenure is the word, not ten year, which is what I thought teachers got as like a job security once they'd worked for ten years. That's American as well, isn't it? Yeah. You get your tenure. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mum told me my rabbit Rosie went on to live on a farm. In my early 20s, I saw an episode of The Sopranos where everyone makes fun of Tony when he realises his dog didn't really go to live on a farm. That's when I realised Rosie had not (laughs) been to a farm either. (laughs) I realised when I was 16, reindeers were real. I 100% thought they were fake like elves. And I think, didn't I I say that? I think you had a similar one, didn't you? Uh, That Michelangelo's David is David from David and Goliath. How did I not know this? I thought it was just a dude called Dave. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah. We're all learning today. I recently realised I was allergic to carrots. I just thought they made everyone's mouth numb. You know, just like almonds. <laughs> <laughs> I also recently learned that I had an almond allergy. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> right, I've got a cracking little dilemma for you before we kick off the stories. Right, great. Well, before you do go, uh, I just want to say... For people listening, I have got, I've got three stories right for today, right. today today's app, and I, I, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but two of them especially, 
are absolute two Mr. P's bangers. Right, okay, building it up. But first, this week's dilemma. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you too. Mr. P, some help from you, please. I'm a female HLTA at a primary school. Shut up. We were at an after-school football match at a nearby primary school. During the match, the heavens opened and we were all like drowned rats by the end of the game. Everything was wet and I mean everything. On my drive home, after seeing all the kids off, I decided to take my soaking trousers off. I had a long top on and was in my car on my own. Surely it would be fine. I was just starting to speed up ready to leave a 20 miles per hour zone albeit a little prematurely, when blue lights illuminated the inside of my car. I pulled over and the police car pulled in behind me. This was the dilemma. Do I just sit and hope for the best, or do I try and put my cold, wet trousers back on? Obviously, there's more to the story, but uh... we'll just take a pause there and I'll... What would you do? It depends what trousers, I'd say. Like, I mean, if they were like... If they were like like what I'm wearing now, like thick grey joggers, and they were drenched, I think nah. But if they were like shorts or something, maybe. But if you're like a you know a female, I think a lot depends what kind of pants they are. Well, she went. Obviously, I picked the first option and wound my window down. Oh, hope for the best was her option. All right. Uh, <laughs> The policeman came alongside me and asked if I could accompany him back to his car. I could feel the redness rising. I politely declined and said I couldn't. With a puzzled look on his face, he asked why. Deciding I'd better just be honest, I told the lovely policeman that I had no trousers on because I'd just been caught in the rain. His face dropped. By this time, I was bright red. He asked me why and I told him the story. Halfway through the story, I realised I probably wasn't, it wasn't the best thing to admit to a policeman that I'd been to a primary school football game and was now sat trouserless in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Just panic stations, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Why have we got no trousers on? Just been to watch some kids play footy. Uh, the The policeman shook his head, laughed and waved me off. And that is how I got off with a speeding ticket slash warning on that very wet autumn evening. Needless to say, I've never driven without my trousers on again or speeded. And I can only imagine the story in the police staff room the following day. Well, it was the correct uh, correct choice. Yeah, correct choice. Um, I mean, yeah, you can't, I, I'd say just, just put something down on your seat and keep your pants on maybe. Because yeah. you're always something's always going to happen. Yeah. When you do something like that, do you know what I mean? Like you just feel like some. I always think that when I wear white boxes, that's why I just don't wear them anymore. What boxes at all? Or no, no, white, white boxes. Oh right, okay. I just think white boxes far too dangerous, <laughs> especially for you. Just far too dangerous, right? I've got a quick. Um, right, come on conf- then. You've well, been got- building up these. No, stories. no. This is this is this is just a real quick one. Okay. That someone sent me on Instagram. Confession time. Away oh, well, look like you got something to say. Maybe you flashed a boss or kissed your TA. 
Maybe a kid in class called you a name So you mark down their grade We won't promise not to laugh if you're a member of staff Cleanse your soul and tell us all of your confessions During this cold weather, myself and my year group TA bought each other mittens at Christmas for the sole purpose of swearing at SLT when on playground duty (laughs) and never getting caught. Yes, fully, fully behind that one. Swearing under mittens. I mean, listen, that sort of stuff. It's so petty, but so good. It's like you used to do it behind your textbook in school, oh, didn't in you? in school, yeah. Or like on the bus behind the windows. Yeah, behind like... the windows, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now, uh, so That's got... great. I love <laughs> it's that. It's good, isn't it? We've got two. I've got two, right? One I'm going to save for the end. It's not that long, but it is. Right. My, I was just like... Oh my God, this is going to be great. But this one I received from a gentleman who will remain, rename, rename, remain, remain nameless. Yeah. Um, And I got this on TikTok actually. So this was just a message request on TikTok. And because I've received it so recently, I'm pretty sure that this situation happened last week. Right. On half term. Yeah. All right. You ready? Okay. The staff went out in half term. I'm a 26-year-old single male Key Stage 2 teacher. Quite a few of us went out from school. There are two male members of staff, but I was the only guy with roughly 16 women. The night was going well. Later, as I walked out the toilet, I bumped into the year two teacher, who I'd always liked the look of. Oh, hello. And I chanced my arm. Uh Uh-oh. And after a bit of a flirt, ended up having a cheeky snog. Snog. <laughs> that word. With a year two teacher. She said this had to remain a secret. Okay. So on we go with the night. Later on, my year group partner and I were having an absolute ball. One thing led to another. <laughs> <laughs> what year group does he teach? Does it say? Five. Five. So, right, okay. Right. So one thing led to another on the dance floor. I mean, not that it makes any difference. And we ended up sharing a kiss. Wow. Oh, so it's got mature now. He's he's gone from a snog in year two to... A dirty (laughs) snog with the year two teacher. (laughs) To uh, a a kiss. Sharing a kiss. Sharing a kiss. Get ready for it, though. That's not where it ends. (laughs) The year two teacher saw this. Fueled by booze, stormed over and poured a drink over me. Wow. Then the year two and year five teacher, because obviously his year group teacher, began to have what can only be described as a drunken scrap on the dance floor. All right. (laughs) Wait for this. Wait for this. Once things had calmed down, I backdoored it and got an Uber home. (laughs) I don't really know what to do on Monday as the work WhatsApp group has been silent ever since. (laughs) Oh my days. (laughs) Why did the year two teacher say it had to keep be kept secret? Who knows? So am I I guessing they're all single? Again, that that wasn't revealed. 
Because year two can't be coming over pouring <laughs> drinks if no. you wanted it kept a secret. But you know what it's like? Tension's running high. You're battered. There may be some sort of tension between the year two and year five teacher. This guy's thinking, <laughs> you know, feed the birds, tuppence a bag. Um, the thing is, I messaged him back and said, amazing, gonna read it out. Don't worry. We'll remain, remain, remain anonymous. Please let me know what like, happens. What happens? Yeah, and follow so up. far, nothing, right. nothing has yet. But we are only halfway through. The, but I'm just thinking, like, he must have to tactically make his way through that school because <laughs> two and five are real pivotal classrooms. <laughs> yeah, where you're in any school layout. Yeah, he'll go straight through the office. Well, he's gonna have to speak to the year five one. He's gonna have well, to make his choice, isn't he? Yeah, I mean... It's like golden balls. Just plain... Split or steel. <laughs> Make a choice. It's just... See what I mean? Just don't... Don't, don't drink. Don't drink. This is what happens when drink is involved. I just couldn't believe it because... I mean, listen. You know, let's not let's not beat around any bush. Yeah. You know, when you were younger... Well, he wasn't, was he? When you were younger... <laughs> when you were younger, you'd, you'd potentially, you know, trap off with more than one person yeah um, you know it used to be competitions back in the day I always remember uh, an old school disco with Ambrose and Loretto uh, Lizard it was called yeah. when we were about 15 uh, went to Lizard and me and my mate took it upon was Lizard our- at Bowlers there was yeah it moved to Bowlers but then it was at Altrincham Leisure Centre did I ever tell you about the time did I ever tell you about the time no, you finish your story first so yeah so basically one of the lads was a, a fridge. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So what what was it what what what's your version of a fridge? Someone who doesn't put out. Well, that, yeah, that <laughs> Yeah, that's it. But then there was also a fridge could be was it called a fridge actually? What was it when you'd not pulled anyone? We, uh... I thought that was when you lose your virginity. <laughs> anyway, oh right? God. So anyway, this lad at school, <laughs> this lad at school was a fridge or right. you know so basically, so, I hadn't kissed anyone. Hadn't kissed anyone. So we took it upon ourselves to to put him under our wing, and we would go and ask all the girls, "Would you pull my mate? Would you pull my mate?" Unlucky for my mate. At Who the was time, the mate? Just mouth it. You won't remember him. Oh, He's right. an Ambrose guy. Uh, I was friendly with him, um, and he. Well, the funny thing is, he, his surname was Sweeting, right? But we called him Sweet Thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Unluckily for him, he got a daddy on his nose on the morning of Lizard. Right, Just a massive spot. He got a massive spot on his nose, <laughs> which he then covered with a massive plaster. Right, oh, no. but we were we were saying, don't worry, mate. It's giving Nelly Dilemma vibes. Yeah. Right, Robbie Fowler vibes. Yeah. So anyway, we're going round everyone and going like, we pull, mate. We pull. Anyway, unbelievably, he ends up kissing like seven or eight girls in that night. So on Monday at school, Sweet Fang got a guard of honour onto the playground. There was a tunnel clapping him in. Sweet Fang, everyone was like, Sweet Fang! <laughs> Jeez. Um, Go on, what were you going to say about bowlers? All right, so this is probably one of the most... Um, uh, it's, we still laugh about it. Now. Well, I don't. I still cry. So, um, when when they were about fourteen, fifteen, people started going to Lizard, but I wasn't. I wasn't 
involved in the group. Yeah. Right? And basically, they all came from Sale, mm-hmm. got the bus near us. Yeah. Where they could get the drink, the alcohol, if you were 14, 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then basically text me to ask where my house was because they knew I lived nearby. Came to the house to basically... <laughs> I thought would be like fancy coming. Yeah. <laughs> Came to the house and were like, we got a bottle opener. <laughs> right? You got never been kissed. <laughs> I got never been kissed. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I gave him it and they were like, cheers, party. <laughs> Off he went to bowling. And I was just sat in my house watching or listening to some sweet hip hop. <laughs> no God, I've had a right. I never went to it because never got invited, but my bottle opener had a hell of a time. I always remember, obviously, you know, I, I, I swear I must have said this before. Um, and I hope Kim doesn't mind me mentioning this, but when I was about when I was about 15, it was one of the last lizards I went to. And uh, I was with OB. And OB was, OB would literally ask 75% of the venue for a pull and, and you know, mixed results. <laughs> and I remember I was walking around with him and there was a girl there who, you know, was just lovely. And I said to OB, ask, ask her for, for us. Yeah, you know what it used to be it like? That we age, pull my mate, it? yeah. And then OB was like, <laughs> no, like really? Thinking like she's well out of your league, but you know, what, you miss every shot you don't take. So OB goes over. I just remember OB looking back like thumbs up, like shocked, like nodding, right? And I went over and kissed this girl and she had black current airwaves breath. Yeah. And that was it then. I was like, I think I'm in love. I, I think this is it. I think I'm going to marry this girl until... Once we'd finished, and then I, I was really nervous, and I was like, because she was, I mean, she was well out of my league, and I had a shocking shirt on. I had a t-shirt Flames. on. Flames. No, a t-shirt. Flames. A t-shirt that had sewn under t-shirt that made it look oh, like you were wearing two t-shirts. Yeah. But then it also had, like, Jackson Pollock-esque paint across the front. Oh. And dog tags and sweatbands. <laughs> so I couldn't believe it. I, I'm with OB. I was as shocked as he was. And then, anyway, I went... Do you want to do, do you want a drink? And then she was like, "Oh yeah, please, can I have a can I have a coke?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll go and get your coke." Went over to get a coke, came back, she was getting off with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Ob, like, sorry, bro, felt like the in between is me and Ob just sat there drinking her coke. Never mind, bro, you, you miss every show you don't take. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely like in between, is wasn't it? Ugh. If you got invited. Yeah, but anyway. I'm opening my govern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I bet you, were, I bet you were brushing your teeth, getting in a nice shirt, spraying aftershave, <laughs> coming downstairs. Te- You're like, lads, you got a bottle opener, Parky. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, like in Friends, where why Ross- are you wearing that shirt, mate? You know, when you in Friends, where Ross comes down the stairs at prom. Oh, <laughs> that's what it was like. Dad video recording. <laughs> Dad He's finally going to get invited out. <laughs> Dad video it like, come on, Lee, they're here, you mate. Lee, Lee, they're all in the front door. Got a bottle open a bro. There was, yeah. there was literally about 20 of them. And, oh. I, and I was just, and I'm not being funny. Some of them who were involved. You can Absolutely nowhere now. They were gimps back then, but. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should start drinking again. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, go on. This last story is to, this it? to finish, finish us off. It. Right, here we go. Like I said, it's only sh- it's only short, but get ready for this. Right. Enjoy. This will scar me for a very long time. <laughs> I mean, what a start. <laughs> I've this, been there. <laughs> this needs to remain anonymous at all costs. I am a member of school staff who is usually last out the building. On this fateful day, I grabbed my belongings and left the school. Driving home, I realised I'd left my phone in my classroom. A quick U-turn back to the school, buzzed in, and went to my class to retrieve said phone. When I arrived at my class, what I stumbled upon was horrifying. Oh, right. Can we guess? Yeah, have a guess if you want. I'm guessing that she's walking into a couple of members of staff. In my classroom, the trusty school caretaker we go. was giving the cleaner a right good seeing to. <laughs> the cleaner. <laughs> Wait for it. I turned around and decided to leave my phone overnight <laughs> and never talk about this incident with anyone. Well, apart from Mattier and my year group partner, and now you guys, hope it brought you a laugh. Love the pod. Well, I don't, I mean, thank you so much, by the way, to the, to the lady who shared that. But I think everyone now has got a picture in their head of their caretaker and, the and, and one of the cleaners. And the fact that it said a right good scene to... I mean, is the caretaker <laughs> still in his overalls? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I've just pictured that, and it's it's wrong on so many levels. No, I mean, the cleaner. But, I mean, I suppose... Different type of polishing. You know, they wouldn't leave a mess, would they? Well, no, you'd, you'd like to think they'd clean up after themselves. <laughs> exactly. And if the caretaker really <laughs> did the business right and the table broke... It's perfect gonna, guy to fix it. it. Yeah. No, no evidence left behind. But can uh, you believe that? Oh god! What I love is just like, oh, I've left my phone. Like buzzed in, ran upstairs. I mean, because what, what? Be honest, right? What? What are you thinking there when it says a right good seeing to? Is that what it said? Yeah. Did it say right good seeing to? Yeah, that's what he said. What? What do you mean? What? My, I, I'm trying not to picture it. Right, good seeing to. I'm thinking. Maybe both on a desk. Oh, God. It's, I mean, yeah. I don't even want to go there. Just, yeah. Imagine if it was on your teacher desk. What about your teacher chair? Like one of those recliner like chairs? Like what, what would have to be in the room for you to, I mean, if you're not going in for your phone, you're not going in for anything, no, are you? No, You know, like a little to-do know, list on like- a... Maybe. On a post-it note, like, just going to squeeze past you there. Maybe just like gotta, a custard donut. Yeah, just got to grab my planner. Yeah. <laughs> guys, sorry. Sorry to interrupt, guys. Just just need just need this. <laughs> oh, God. Right, well, thank you so much for listening. As always, please head over to the website where you can share your stories. We'd love to have some more of your dilemmas. And of course, at the website, you can get your tickets for the Liverpool show. Stream the show online if you can't make it. Um, Head over to the Facebook group, get involved with that. And of course, if you can leave us a a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that will be great. And we will, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Take care. See you later.
Hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.